world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince Tagliavia. I am here with Andrea. This is a show on the Red Pill Project where we go over the news and events in the morning or later, depending on where you are in the world. It's morning here across the U.S. It's Columbus Day, October 10th, 2022. Thanksgiving over to our friends in the North, Canadians. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you're enjoying it with your families. It's Columbus Day today here in the U.S. Um, an important day in history, if that history is even true. And funny enough, you know how Google usually updates their homepage mm-hmm. for holidays? Yep. Well, today it's just normal. Nothing's going on. They're not acknowledging that it's Columbus Day because it's racist. Probably. I was going to say, Columbus is racist now. Yeah. Anything that is patriotic... Like, the discovery of our country, allegedly, by at least written history, is uh, banned in this time of communist takeover and war. Yep. Creepy, man. Of course, I don't actually believe that Columbus was the first person in uh, North No America. way in hell. I think it was the Vikings, quite honestly. Or the Chinese. The Ch- oh, I've never heard of that theory. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Who knows, man? Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah. But definitely, I really don't think it was Europe, though. And he actually went to South America first anyway. He ended up being way off course and ended up in South America. And um, so, yeah, who knows? History, it could man. all be a lie. It is, for sure. Yeah. 
Who knows? But good morning, Andrew. Thanks for joining me. We're going to get into the news, everybody. We've got a little bit going on. A big weekend. Trump came in, uh, spoke, and said, you know, any attack against us is only making us stronger. That really rang with me. I think it's true. I think they're digging themselves in a hole desperately, and uh, hopefully the tides turn. The tides turn. But, hope so. Yeah, their attacks only make us stronger. That's a great attitude to have. Yep. Because uh, I'm sick of living in cloud world, honestly. Yeah, it sucks, man. It's... I've been trying to escape that reality, but it's... It's everywhere. Yeah. You can't escape it. It's in every small town across America. It's just everywhere. You're bombarded with it on yeah. social media and television and radio everywhere. <laughs> Yesterday, I was... Uh, fishing i was catching crab and this guy comes up to me and he's like oh hey what are you doing i'm catching crab oh cool um and he's like you know if there's a if there's a nuclear apocalypse i'll probably be out here catching crab too and i was like uh well i <laughs> hope that doesn't happen do you have gear and he's like no. <laughs> First off, you can't catch crab or fish without any gear of any kind. And second off, if there's a nuclear apocalypse, you, might not want you should have probably been preparing for that beforehand, I not think, afterwards. I think he probably <laughs> listened to the mainstream, heard something nuclear, and it's just like That's trying no to do idea. small talk. But I'm like... I, hope that <laughs> I was serious. I was like, I really hope that doesn't happen. I'm like, are you ready for that, though? You know? No, what? Oh, shit. He's like... People have no concept. <laughs> None. Like, they talk about this like it's not... Like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're just going to keep living our lives. Yeah. Silly. I don't uh, understand. It. People are weird, man. Yeah. Blue hairs and pink hairs <laughs> running around. <laughs> My God. Yeah. I just... Uh, I don't even get it. Not even a little bit. Yeah. But, Madness. Absolute madness. Well, I hope you yeah. had a great weekend, Andrea. I know you were busy as heck. I was busy. Uh, we made jalapeno jelly. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. We harvested all of our jalapenos from our bushes. It produced really well for us. I think we got like eight pints of jalapeno jelly, so I was oh. pretty pleased with that. And yeah. yeah. Just worked on kind of harvesting garden stuff this weekend. So it's like, yay, not everything was a complete failure, even though we do sell a lot of tomatoes that are green. Oh, okay. Um, Fried tomatoes. And we're looking at freezing this week, so <laughs> I'm like, hmm, I'm like, do I leave them on the plant, or do I bring them in on the vine and let them ripen in the house, which I'm kind of leaning more towards, so we'll see. Nice. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need to get, I need to get canning. I want to, yeah, I need to get canning. Canning. Take a vacation. Come to Montana. I'll teach you how to can. I, I, yeah, because I, uh, RM was telling me, she's like, you need to can all that fish up. I was like, that's actually a yeah. good idea because you don't have to refrigerate it or anything. You just preserve yep. it and throw it on a shelf. Well, yeah, and the beauty of it is is that you can do it. I, I'm not 100% sure about fish because I've never done fish, but a lot, with a lot of meats, you can just you raw pack it or cold pack it, mm -hmm. and it actually cooks in the pressure cooker in mm -hmm. the jar. Yeah. So, you know, saves you a lot of time. Good soup. <laughs> Good soup. Yep. 
Especially in the middle of winter when it's like frozen and you can't really go out all day and fish or something. You have it. You just have it. Exactly. Protein. And it's fresh and it's preserved and you can do whatever you want with it. Make lamb chowder mm. or oh. crab chowder, I guess. Crab chowder would probably be pretty good. Oh, hell yeah. Mm, clam chowder with crab and fish and just all the things. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Sure. Anyway. Thank you all for joining us. Hope you're finding us over here. DLive appears to be down this morning. I think they're doing some maintenance. So I hope you all are finding us. It looks like, yeah, we've got some people over there on Rumble. Please hit that plus sign over on Rumble. If you like this content and you want more of it, helps us with the algorithm. New people could find the news from the Red Pill Project and our other shows, and it helps tremendously. You can leave a comment, too. Let us know how you're doing. What are you doing? What are you up to? What do you like about the show? How can we improve? All these things. We appreciate it. And we got our Foxhole family over there. A few people. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you guys are finding us. Good. Yeah. More than a few. Awesome. What do you say we jump into the news? What? What? nobody's chatting yet though yeah very quiet morning i think uh monday i don't know We're what's the moon, what's the moon situation like uh i think it was yesterday last night was a full moon wasn't it maybe i'm wrong i don't know i can't see the damn sky <laughs> let's see here um maybe a new moon full moon i don't know my calendar is almost too far i think it was maybe a new moon i don't know some reason I thought it was a full moon last night, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, the, and my every night is too far away. We just get this see. dense fog that rolls in right at sunset. Nice. So I can't see the damn sky. Nope. Yeah. That's true. That's because you live close to the ocean. Yeah. Lots of that cold air and that warm air and that creates fog and yeah. It's kind of cool. I kind of like the fog, not all the time, but. It's starting it's to clear cool. up a little bit. I don't like driving in it. If I'm hanging out, it's oh. great. Yeah, exactly. What's even worse than that is the freezing fog. Yeah, I've driven oh. in that before. That is scary. So have I. It's so frightening and you can't see anything. Oh my gosh. I drove hours through that, through Oregon in this winter. Through the see, most- my experience was in Washington where I drove through freezing fog. <laughs> so bad. Scary, man. Especially on a highway. Oh my God. Yeah. I couldn't see. It was so thick. I couldn't even see the front of my car. Uh, yeah, dude. It's nuts. Yeah. I couldn't see like the re- reflector just right in yeah. front of me. The little yeah. I couldn't turtle either. I had to, I rolled down my window and I was like looking out the window to try oh, to see the nuts. lines in the road. It was crazy. I was doing like, I don't know, five miles an hour. And the problem was, is I was going to pull off on the side of the road, but I didn't know what the shoulder looked like because some of those have pretty deep ditches. Yeah. And I was like, I can't see. They have their covert coverts. Yep. So my irrigation ditches and stuff like that. I was like, I, I'm not, no, but I was scared to, you know, keep driving too, because I couldn't see and I couldn't tell if there was anybody in front of me or behind me. It's scary. Yeah, I hate that. It's definitely a, a pucker right. moment, I guess. Well, I'm happy it's Monday because now we get days and days of content. Daily Dose, Quaffy, Quaffy, Daily Dose, Patriot Party Podcast. 
all week, then uh, into the weekend. So let's go. Let's go. Big week ahead of us. Things are not looking great globally. It's escalating. We're going to start here looking at the finance, everybody. Figure out how uh, that's all going. I'll tell you right now, not great. Things are kind of starting to capitulate a little bit. Let's take a look at the markets. Well, everything is going down today. Everything is red across the board. Not tremendously, less than 1%. NASDAQ is a 1.2% down. But gold, down 2%, 1,673. It's on sale. Silver, $19.57. Bitcoin, 19,285. All right. Onward here. This isn't good. We've got me. I can't go to the right page. Let's try that again. The, the most powerful buyers in treasuries are all bailing at once. The most powerful buyers in treasuries are all bailing at once. Everywhere you turn, the biggest players in the $223.7 trillion U.S. treasuries market are in retreat. From Japanese pensions and life insurers to foreign governments and U.S. commercial banks, where once they were all lining up to get their hands on U.S. government debt, most have now stepped away. And then, of course, there's the Federal Reserve, which had, which a few weeks ago upped the pace um, that it plans to offload treasuries from its balance sheet to $60 billion a month. If one or two of these usually steadfast sources of demand were bailing, the impact, while noticeable, would likely be little cause for alarm. But for every one of them all at once to pull back is an undeniable source of concern, especially coming on the heels of unprecedented volatility, deteriorating liquidity, and weak auctions of recent months. The upshot, according to market watchers, is that even with the treasuries tumbling the most since since at least the 70s, this year, more pain may be in store until new consistent sources of demand emerge. It's also bad news for the U.S. taxpayer, who will ultimately have to foot the bill for higher borrowing costs. We need to find a new marginal buyer of treasuries as central banks and banks overall are ex- exiting stage left, said Glenn Capello, who spent more than three decades on Wall Street bond trading desk and is now the manager director at Michler Financial. It's still not clear yet who that will be, but we know they're going to be a lot. Uh, they're going to be a lot more price sensitive. Yeah. So, who the hell could that possibly be? When everybody who buys this stuff is the top dogs, they're the biggest fish in the pond. It's like, what are they smoking? They think someone's going to come in and buy all this shit up. There's just nobody wants it. I don't want it. Are you buying it? I'm not. Who the hell else is there besides everybody who's not buying them, buying them now? Well, and just, you know, countries all over the world are seeing what's happening. And, you know, is this part of the Great Reset, potentially? Nobody yeah. wants to buy U.S. debt. You know, buy a dollar. And, yeah, exactly. Well, and in order for the Great Reset to happen, that's what needs to happen, right? All of these countries need to collapse financially. Because they can't usher that in until that happens. So yeah, man, um, it's a scary prospect. Yeah, but. so we'll see where the markets go. I bet uh, things are just going to keep getting bad. 
for now. I guess the yep. solution really is a new currency and just a new system, probably altogether, if it gets for that bad. All right. Yeah. Last thing in the markets here. Uh, this was a big story today. U.S. chipmaker stocks join global route as Biden expands curbs. Chips mm -hmm. are a large. Their chip companies are huge, so when they move, the market moves generally. Shares of semiconductor companies fell Monday with the industry selling off globally after fresh U.S. curbs on China's access to American technology added to a disappointing start to the earnings season, stoking concerns that the industry downturn is far from over. So it dropped off in uh, China and everywhere else. The whole globe is just the prices are not looking good because the U.S. came in, remember last week, and they're like not wanting to... Um, they want there's basically war happening with resources and semiconductors we want to produce them ourselves we don't want to get them from other places we're making putting sanctions in place or something along those lines to hinder china's ability to advance i don't know if it's hmm. sanctions or something we're taking action to have an edge in that market and to try to hinder well, other people yeah i do remember something from that last week so this is part of the reason why we're seeing this happen with the chip manufacturers, which those are detrimental to war. Without these high-performing chips, um, specialty things. Well, and just everyday life. You know, your cars need them. Your yeah. electronics need them. Cell phones. Anything that's electronic requires those chips. Robots. And so really it's a, it's a huge part of our life. Some of the NPCs among us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if we could just change their chips out? <laughs> oh, like that meme where they put the new yeah. chip in? <laughs> what are you going to be triggered for this week? Right. That's hey, just nuts. Hi, Still Bad 2. Thanks for joining us. And USMC, thanks for joining us. Wait for y'all every day. That's so yeah. nice. And we got a lot of people there on Facebook. Welcome, everybody. Uh, DLive's still down, so, I mean, I can't really talk to them, actually. Let I me mean, tell them. Well, you can watch it on DLive, hmm. right? We're not even streaming on there, I don't think, right No, now. we're not, but I could... No, I was just <laughs> being silly. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm not awake yet this morning. I was going to try to tell I'm the DLive people watching that we're not out live on DLive. Right? <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, smart. But they're not watching because they can't. Monday. It's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I need at least three or four more hours of sleep. My alarm went off this morning. I was like, no, I'm not ready for this. Oh, I know. Same. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's going to be a busy, busy week, man. Every week. I, my weeks are always busy, though. Same. I got a lot of stuff to keep me busy. <laughs> That's good. It's good, and it's tough but better busy than not i say true for sure all right what else have we got going on finance we're getting out of finance it's just so bleak uh there it is y'all so <laughs> we've got more more clown world for you uh -oh. in in uh -oh. st louis um this city officials want to sue car manufacturers because criminals are stealing cars. So it's not the criminal's fault. 
Let's not hold them accountable. No, 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 no. We must hold the car manufacturers accountable because it's their fault. The thieves are stealing the cars. That's dumb. Look at this picture. (laughs) That's so ridiculous. (laughs) I know, right? The crime situation in St. Louis is out of control. City officials cut the number of police officers over a year ago, and the city is still short officers. 911 calls frequently take hours to answer. But rather than deal with the rising crime rate, City Hall is preparing to sue Hyundai and Kia over the rampant car thefts. It says, on a personal note, last week, my older brother and sister-in-law stopped by my home. They needed a place to park their car and a ride to an event in the city. The parking garage tenant said they could not park their Hyundai rental in the parking garage because too many are stolen. So I dropped them off at, the air, at the, their party in St. Louis City. So car thefts have skyrocketed in St. Louis in recent months where city leadership's threatening lawsuits against Kia and Hyundai for an alleged defect that makes certain makes of the cars easier to steal. Our drivers probably get about five of these things a day. Just Kias and Hyundais getting stolen, tow truck driver Mark Hartman told KMOV last week of the thefts in the city. Auto thefts in St. Louis have doubled this year, according to KMOV. In July alone, the city averaged about 21 Kia and Hyundai thefts incidents each day. That number increased to 23 thefts each day in August, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch previously reported. So again, it's not the car thief's fault that these things are too easy to steal. We must not hold criminals accountable. We must hold the good people. It's kind of like it kind of reminds me of the gun stuff, right? You know, their gun control laws. Let's not hold the criminals accountable for being criminals and doing bad things. No, no, no. We must punish law-abiding citizens by taking their guns away from them. You're on mute. Yeah, they they attack the business owners. It's backwards. So stupid. It is. I'm like, I read this and I'm like, that you would think in in a normal world, this would get thrown out of court without even being heard. Right. But in this day and age. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this actually makes it to court and this is a legitimate lawsuit and a judge hears it. What if like what if a car thief sues the manufacturer because they get arrested for stealing a car and they're like, I wouldn't have stole the car if the car manufacturer <laughs> right? manufactured it. This better. is what this opens up to. They set me up. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just you know, it's so dumb. And it kind of is like, you know, we kind of set this precedent a while ago. Yeah. Where, and I don't know exactly when this occurred, but if somebody breaks into your house. Through the window And they trip and fall <laughs> and they break your break their leg. Oh, yeah. And it's something that in your house that caused them to break their leg. They can sue you. That's so ridiculous. I'm like, weird. You know, I don't know. I just, the, the level of stupidity that we have reached, it, it reminds me of a meme I saw that was a picture. So you know how they have the, you know, the progression of the caveman up to yeah. modern man. And um, <laughs> the last picture of the man that's the caveman person says, turn around, we fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It gets to like modern day and then you start seeing the pink hair and blue haired people turn around. Yeah. Yeah, turn around. We fucked up. Yeah, Ridiculous, <laughs> that's where we're at. Man. It's like you don't sue the window manufacturer when someone breaks into your window, right? 
but this is what they're doing you know oh it's you know we're into the auto manufacturers because if you hadn't made that car it wouldn't have gotten stolen so it's your fault that it's got they should, stolen they should sue henry ford for inventing the assembly line right <laughs> really i mean this fault. is just it's dumb i saw this and i was like you gotta be kidding me there's not uh, seriously people are that stupid this is the democrat party for you and this is what happens when democrat policies um take over a city yeah man that's so so ridiculous yeah man unbelievable it really is onward intolerant stuck in his ways old man major uk newspaper slams useless and nasty biden huh. yeah and this is a so-called conservative newspaper that's really not conservative but maybe on to uk standards is somewhat Fuck conservative joe biden. interesting Right. President Joe Biden, whose inauguration was supposed to be heralded, was supposed to herald a return to international esteem for the U.S., has been slammed as useless and nasty by one of Britain's leading newspapers. I already don't like this story. It was not supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to herald a return to international esteem for the U.S. This is fake news. Anyway, the Telegraph close to Britain's governing conservative Tory party and the country's best-selling broadsheet published an article by associate editor Kamala Tomini suggesting that Biden qualifies for the Oval, uh, Biden's qualities for the Oval Office are almost non-existent. Yeah. Leading by recalling Barack Obama's alleged warning that the Democratic Party should not underestimate Joe Biden's ability to fuck things up <laughs> as he vied to be nominated to his to as its presidential candidate in 2020. Tomini said that Biden's time in office had demonstrated exactly why his former bo former boss may have had misgivings about him to do, uh, him about giving him the top job. From losing his train of thought mid sentence and forgetting one of his own congressmen ha women had died in a car crash, the 79 year old has hardly proved to be the answer to America's crisis of confidence. She suggested. Tomini seemed unwilling to blame all of the American leaders' issues on his age, however, suggesting that his actions in office showed he had a rather nasty side, citing his denouncement of MAGA Republicans as semi-fascists and his snub to the British Broadcasting Corporation with the words, I'm Irish, shortly after the 2020 election. These aren't the sentiments of a progressive politician, but the rantings of an intolerant, stuck-in-his-ways old man who can't abide anyone who disagrees with him, Tomini observed. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Um, yeah, we all know he's an absolute joke. Just day after day. Just a disgrace. I can't. We can't. He, he is. He's an absolute disgrace to the entire world. And even, um, <laughs> even the people that would normally like a Democrat president and stuff are, are, do not like him. Nobody right. likes Joe Biden. No. The Americans don't like him. Um, foreigners definitely don't like him. Other countries don't like him. They all think he's, you know, a joke. He's made us the laughing stock of the entire world. He's done nothing. All he's done is destroy. That's all yeah. he's ever done. He Since never, you know, I'm thankful that in all of his years in government that he actually never accomplished anything. I'm, I'm actually thankful for that. You know, he spent all these years in office, and never, other than the 94 crime bill, which he wrote or helped write. 
you know, um, where he jailed a lot of, you know, men and just that was designed to take men out of the homes. Yeah, when he destroyed the nuclear family and minority communities. Yeah, exactly. It was targeted towards minority communities specifically for that reason. Yeah. And um, so, you know, he's always anything he's ever touched, he's destroyed. But for the most part, he spent most of his career accomplishing nothing. It's on purpose, man. They are, they're, they're mad. They're drunk on power, and they stole the election, and they're uh, trying to maintain that power. It's really creepy. I can't believe this is America today. I know, right? Um, onward. Yeah. So we've got evil, nasty Bill Gates Foundation. Donated $200 million to expand digital ID surveillance system. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation donated $1.27 billion to advance progress toward the global goals during the United Nations General Assembly last month, with $200 million going toward the development of an invasive global digital ID system, LifeSite News reported. Uh, we see the greatest progress when governments, the private sector, and local communities collaborate in global health programs, said Bill Gates, co-chair. The commitment this week to combat preventable disease and save millions more lives through global fund replenishment is a great step forward in getting back on track to reach the sustainable development goals. The $200 million will be used to expand global digital public infrastructure. So this is more, you know, global ID. We kind of already knew about this. Um It's in conjunction with the WHO and the WEF and, you know, all of these world organizations. and Let us chip you like a dog. Yeah, exactly, because they want to control, completely control your life Um, and control everything about you. Yeah, so this gets in line with the whole nanotechnology and all this weirdness that we see today. Transhumanism. Yeah, man. Yep. They're going and forward I do, with their agenda, man. They are. And I do. I think I saw an article this morning, too, that said that um, Trudeau also donated to the same thing. So I don't remember the amount. but I believe it. He's a globalist. Oh, yeah. They all are. They're all contributing to this. It's, it's what they want. It's going to be funny if they all fail miserably. Yeah. I won't be participating. If I have to, I will live on the fringes of society. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I won't participate in that. You're not putting some chip in my arm. Forget it. Not gonna. I'd rather die. <laughs> yeah. These so. people, man. Yeah. All right. Onwards. Trump goes scorched. Reveals secrets of four former presidents and Hillary Clinton. This was actually really amazing. Nice. I like this story very much. Awesome. Of course. Why is Trump so freaking amazing? Oops. I don't know, but he, you know, we could sure use him right about now. <laughs> yeah, he had a great speech over the weekend. And uh, he showed some memes. Basically, some of the memes that we show, he showed their memes during his rally. <laughs> it was That's so awesome. cool to see. Uh, former President Donald Trump tore into three former presidents and President Joe Biden's Department of Justice at his most recent rally. 
The former president was in Nevada on Saturday when he insisted that the raid on Mar-a-Lago and the way he has been treated would not have happened to any other president, and he claimed to have proof. This is a new hoax, the document hoax. Just look at how every other president has been treated when they left office. Very interesting. They've been given all the time needed to return documents because you're supposed to have as much time as you need. Excuse me. And complete deference when it came to their documents and their papers. Take as much time as you need, he said. Take as much as you need, he said. Barack Hussein Obama moved more than 20 truckloads, over 33 million pages of documents, both classified and unclassified, to a poorly, poorly built, unsafe former furniture store located in a bad neighborhood in Chicago with no security, by the way, Trump said. He then went on to former President George W. Bush. George W. Bush stored 68 million pages in a warehouse in Texas and lost 22 million emails. Can you imagine if I lost two emails? They'd say, this is terrible. It must have been a nuclear in those two. He lost 22 million. Can you believe that they're that we're talking about millions of pages and they're coming after me, but they're still looking for them. They're still looking for those pages, he said, before going for President Clinton, former President Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton took millions of documents from the White House to a former car dealership in Arkansas and kept classified recordings in his sock drawer. In fact, he supposedly put the information from the White House into his socks and left the White House with the information. So we call it the sock case. The former, <laughs> the former president said, if I did that, there'd be major trouble. And NARA, you know, NARA, the National Archives and Records Administration, lost an entire hard drive full of information from the Clinton White House. They lost it. They can't find it, he said. He then hit his favorite target, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, his opponent in the 2016 presidential election. But almost as bad, Crooked Hillary deleted 33,000 emails under congressional subpoena, she acid-washed acid them. It's a very expensive process. That's why nobody does it. And then pounded her phones with hammers, making them totally unrecognizable to the naked eye. So she took the phones and she pounded the hell out of them, the, the former president said. Uh, he then went far back as uh, President George H.W. Bush. Meanwhile, George H.W. Bush took millions of documents to a former bowling alley and a former Chinese restaurant by contrast, I had a small number of boxes and storage at a Mar-a-Lago, very small, relatively, guarded by the Secret Service, and yet the FBI, with many people, raided my house. It's in violation, by the way, of the Fourth Amendment, and many other things also, he said. The radical left thinks by doing all these sinister and venomous things, they're making us weaker, but actually they're making us stronger and much more unified than ever before. I really believe that. I believe that, the former president said. When will they investigate and prosecute Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, George Bush, and look into what took place with George Bush's father, a very nice man, and the warehouse of documents? <laughs> and what about Barack Hussein Obama? Are they, are they under potential prosecution? I don't think so. I don't think they are, he said. The former pre president said he believes that based on history, there is no case against him. Yep, I would agree with him. They don't have a case. He is so funny. Even yep. in this tumultuous time, the president's out there just throwing jabs, making jokes. Bush Sr., who's a great guy. I think when he, when, when Donald Trump says somebody's a great guy, I think sometimes... He doesn't mean it. <laughs> sometimes he's being a little sarcastic. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think that's a heavy amount of sarcasm. Yeah. In those words. Great guy, by the way. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the problem is that people can't uh, distinguish sarcasm and humor anymore in anything. Yeah, it's um, part of that's part of the woke way. Yeah, it really is. It's just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> so I wonder, though. What, like he said, um, he says, are they, are they under potential prosecution? I don't think so. I don't think they are. What if he's lying there? What if he, what if they are under prosecution? <laughs> Oops. It would be nice, but I seriously doubt it. Who knows? You know, it's kind of, kind of like the Hunter Biden thing. Um, you know, they're like, oh, he could potentially be indicted. Well, yeah, that's up to the attorney general and stuff and i don't yeah i think you're right i don't see that they've talked about this before and nothing ever came of it so why would anything come about from it now i just we'd have to see huge developments in this uh whole whole i'll kind of believe it when i see it and not to mention the fact that even if he does get indicted yeah there's nothing that says he's going to be held accountable for his crimes or anything so right an indictment is not, oh, you're automatically going to jail. That just means right. you're going to trial. I wonder if they're going to start pulling in all these people, though. Hussein, uh, Barry Sartoro, a.k.a. Barack Obama, the Bush family, Hillary. What if they start just really going after them and actually get somewhere eventually? The tides can turn. I'm still hopeful. I, I am. But I don't I'm know. less. I, I just have a feeling that even if we change things um, and get our country turned around, yeah, I don't think these people are ever going to be held accountable for this stuff. Wow. I think that they're all going to, I think that they have a more likely chance of dying of natural causes oh. than they ever do of getting prosecuted for any of this stuff. Natural causes? Because you got, yeah, you got to remember, uh, just look, I mean, look at the mob when they were prosecuting members of the mob. How long did that take? You're not talking about something that happens in two or three months. Yeah. You're talking about something that takes years and goes through massive amounts of appeals. And look at the number of people that are guilty of these crimes that they would have to indict that kind of all tie together. Mm -hmm. um, to go through our legal system, it would take decades to get through all of this stuff decades like 50 60 70 years and even then i don't know that they could make it through all of them and i'm just looking at things from now could potentially something happen with like tribunals maybe but when in history have we ever done that it's world war ii and even then those that were, was kind those of those were shame. global but that would that had nothing to do with that had nothing to do with americans Right. The people that were put under those tribunals were Germans. Who became and it was handled by <laughs> it was handled by you know consortium of countries. Yeah, we're talking about American politicians that would be going through the American political or justice system, and that look that's going to look much different. And that's never happened, right? And it's never happened. I think the last time they had any kind of anything sort of related to tribunals was during um, the Civil War. Wow. And then even then, there were cases that were fought um, because the Supreme Court said that they violated Americans' rights. And the truth of the matter is, pol politicians or not, these people are still American citizens. Mm -hmm. 
and they're still subject to the Constitution and the rules of the Constitution. Wow. So I don't see I don't see anything ever happening with this. That's just my plain Jane common sense perspective. Maybe they all just kind of hide and disappear. As much as people, you know, really want to hear the, I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> I just, I, there's well, way not, I have, I'm black and white and it's common sense knowledge there, to me. Yeah, you have a real, realistic point of view on it. Yeah. I will say, I just hope. I just, oh, don't get me wrong. I have hope. I hope that they have, you know, these tribunals and these people are held responsible for all of the terrible, horrible, awful things that they've done to our country and the people in our country yeah. and around the world. Um, and it's not just our country that this has happened to. They've perpetrated this stuff around the world. But the real, the reality of the situation is common sense dictates that nothing is ever going to happen with this. And if it does, it goes through the United States judicial system. The way that it stands, even if you went by constitutional law alone, it would take decades to prosecute all of this stuff. Maybe. Without being expedited, like you said. Yeah. Uh, everyone was asking, you know, October 8th, what happened? October 8th, something might have happened, was supposed to happen, something, something, maybe, potential happenings. Yeah. And, you know, we did see something happen. It may not have been, you know, what everybody was looking for. But um, I believe there was a bridge that goes yeah. from Crimea to Russia that was bombed. Yep. Oh, yeah, this was big. Senior Ukrainian official confirms Ukraine orchestrated truck bomb attack on Crimean bridge, New York Times reports. The New York Times reported Sunday evening that a senior Ukrainian official corroborated Russian reports that Ukraine was behind the truck bomb attack on the Crimean Bridge, which killed at least three civilians. They're very proud of this. Um, they the are blast writing about it. I know, it was so creepy. And then, of course, initially the news coming out is Russia, 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 and then here we go. Oh, no, Ukraine did it. The blast and fire sent part of the 12-mile Kerch Strait Bridge tumbling into the sea and killed at least three people, according to the Russian authorities. A senior Ukrainian official corroborated Russian reports that, Ru uh, that Ukraine was behind the attack. The official, speaking on the condition of anonymity because of a government ban on discussing the blast, the blast added that Ukraine's intelligence services had orchestrated the explosion using a bomb loaded onto a truck being driven across the bridge. При заезде получается да. на в сторону Керчи. Absolutely devastating. Yeah. Um, it was unclear if the driver of the truck who died in the blast was aware there were explosives inside. In video captured by a surveillance camera on the bridge, a huge fireball is seen seeming to consume several vehicles. A small sedan and a tractor-trailer truck driving side-by-side side appear at the epicenter of the blast. The explosion caused two sections of the bridge to partly collapse. The truck driver was identified by Russian media as 51-year-old Mahir Yusubov of Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. I don't know why. Okay. Um, Putin, the attack on the Crimean Bridge is a terrorist act against Russian's critical civilian infrastructure, 
perpetrated by Ukraine, he says. Uh, cloudy in Crimea. Zelensky taunts Putin over bridge blast with a tongue-in-cheek weather report. He and his handlers are for sure the most dangerous men in the world. He looks like he lo he looks on this video like he is on some kind of stimulant elixirs. Today, on the territory of our state, was bad Today is a very sunny day in our country. Over most of our territory, it was about 20 degrees Celsius. Unfortunately, it was cloudy in Crimea, although still warm. But however the clouds are, Ukrainians know what to do, and they know that our future is sunny. Uh, yeah, creepy. Creepy man. Oh my gosh. So, oh sorry. So that's one thing that happened on the eighth. I don't know. It could just be. It was just, we saw every eighth of the month for the past few months something happened, and I guess it's it kind of fits, but I don't know. It could just be coincidental, which who believes in coincidences yeah, anymore? But. I mean, something always happens on every day, right? True, and you could so, like attribute it to that, but yeah. It's kind of one of those things where not, just because something, correlation and causation are two different things, so. Very true. You know. But because of that, Russia unleashes hell on Ukrainian targets, including in Kiev. Yeah. Power outages reported in several cities, and Ukraine hit with over 70 missile attacks. Yeah. So, yeah. Ukraine poked the Russian bear on Saturday by blowing up the Kerch Bridge from Russia to Crimea. According to Russian news agency, agency TASS, an explosion occurred in early Saturday morning on one of Putin's prestigious projects and Europe's longest bridge, which connects Russia and Crimea. An object believed to be a fuel storage tank has caused fire on the Crimean bridge, but the viaduct's navigable arches sustained no damage, and aid to the head of Crimea, Oleg Kruchkov, said on Saturday, according to the news outlet. According to preliminary information, a fuel storage tank is on fire, navigable arches were not damaged, too early to speak about causes and consequences. Work to extinguish the blazes underway. Um, it does talk a little bit about this, um, which I'm going to kind of skip past because we already knew that happened. So on Monday, Russia responded. The Ukraine was hit by over 70 Russian missile attacks. A Kiev transformer station was hit by a Russian missile. Uh, da, 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 da. And I guess RT... Or 911 News, Vladimir Putin said Russia's response to any further Ukrainian attacks would be severe after Russian forces carried out retaliatory missile strikes across Ukraine. So this looks really bad. A park in Kiev that got bombed. Um, Putin is warning of more attacks. Well, I don't know. So with the parks and these certain things mm -hmm. being bombed, I hesitate to even... Putin had came out and said that they bombed military ukrainian military yes. objects and infrastructure as the goal yes and then so, we see at the same time ukraine reporting parks being parks and apartments and i then the um we have another story the german consulate in kiev got hit by the russian strike strike according yeah. to build reports but yeah. i haven't seen russia come out and say that that was one of their targets so i hesitate to say what they're actually doing it could just be yeah i don't them trying to escalate the war really themselves too but russia did Absolutely. bomb the crap out of ukraine they said they yeah. were targeting military stuff but yeah exactly he said he so vladimir putin announced in a televised address that his military had launched a series of strikes on ukraine's energy 
military command and communications facilities telling his security council it was revenge for what he called kiev's long track record of terrorist actions including the bridge blast so he is very specific about what his target his targets were so you're right vince um showing that there's parks and apartment buildings and stuff like that is um i think a lot of it i think it's the azov battalion the nazi regiment in ukraine um bombing their own facilities and blaming it on russia to garner more support for their war exactly and to possibly get nato yeah in there exactly yeah like oh they're attacking you know they attacked the german consulate are you guys gonna help us now See, and I, I ran across that. I, I initially had put that in, in the cycle for today. And then I read this article. And when I read that last paragraph, I went, hmm, I think yeah. I'll take that out for now because There's... that seems somewhat unsubstantiated. Yeah, totally. And a lot of those things that we go through, you guys, this is news from, the, from both sides, the middle, just it's hard to discern the truth from reality. And we have to question everything that we read. Um, yeah, and that's why a lot of times, too, we look at all of the news. So there might be another story that you've seen that we didn't cover. Well, yeah. for one, we don't have time to cover every single story, right? I misspoke. We, I, I said the truth from reality. I meant to say the falsities from reality. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is hard. You know, you kind of have to look at things. And when you get an overall picture of stuff, you know, there's stuff that I'll put in and then take out. And I know Vince does the same thing, you know. Um, or you get two stories that completely contradict each other because of the viewpoint and where the source is coming from. You know, this is a, these aren't stories that we're writing, obviously, but just stories that we're reporting. And we always try our best to find the facts um, and bring you guys what we believe is, you know, the high quality content. Yeah. We've, we've used our common sense and discernment over to determine as best we can. Yeah, it is true. important, I think, to look at what is being said, though. I look at the fake news all the time. I don't watch it religiously or anything, but I'll go to their websites and look at what they're saying because I think it plays an important role in the truth. It does, because even you got to remember, even if we're not watching it closely, other people are. Yep. And, you know, when you start seeing these things and support for some of this crazy stuff that we're seeing, you're like, why are people okay with this? It is because of what the mainstream media is putting out there, the false news narratives, the propaganda, all the bullshit. And that's what people are seeing. And so they're garnering support through this. So even though we don't necessarily cover a lot of it or pay too close of attention, we're at least aware yeah, definitely. You know, of what's going on. Yeah, I'm cautious with everything I see, man. Can't trust anything. And there's a lot of these, too, that, you know, sometimes these news outlets that we use are biased. All you know, Every single one of them. You know, it's just what side are they biased for, you know? And so, I always, but regardless of what side they're on, I just want the truth. Yeah, what are the facts? I want the facts. Facts. facts all facts matter exactly 
So this isn't good, you guys, this uh, escalation in Ukraine. So we're going to continue to see this. Uh, hopefully it doesn't get too crazy. It's pretty bad, though. I think it could, though. You know, well, Zelensky keeps pushing. So, you yeah. know, Ukraine and Zelensky, he is just... He's crazy. He's a psychopath. Yes. Bottom line, I, in my opinion, he is an absolute psychopath, sociopath, whatever you want warmonger and i wonder if the left is starting to see that yet with these things that he says because to me it's pretty obvious when you know i would say yes but i will say that i think they're pushing this whole ukraine thing so far and russia's the bad guy that these people are programmed to to blindly follow along you know yeah and then they really that's part of the reason why they push the fake stories of mm -hmm. putin targeted preschool or whatever right right or he blew up a park yeah you it's know like, really you're gonna waste a missile on a public park just to scare the shit out of a neighborhood when you could be actually fighting the war productively and at targeting military yeah. targets no that's bullshit um you know well and then the you know part, i saw a thing this happen. morning I think on Twitter, where uh, Zelensky come out came out and said that Russia just wants to blow Ukraine off of the map. I mean, that's the things that there's, and these people are like, oh my gosh, Russia's too bad. And you know, the problem is, is the brainwashing operations that went on in this country is so far advanced that. They, they know exactly how to trigger these people and how to trigger the response that they want them to have. And that's really all it is. These people are controlled and manipulated. They have no free will anymore because they've lost that. They've given it away and they've lost it. They've given it away. Mm -hmm. Or been tricked into giving it away. Because they refuse to look at the facts. They refuse to look at anything other than what's being shown to them and what they're told to believe and what's pounded into their head. And so they've given away their own free will and they've allowed somebody else to tell them what response to have, how to feel about something, what to do. And they just blindly follow without even thinking. Yeah. And when you can't think for yourself, you have no free will anymore. It's gone. Uh-oh, where'd you go? I'm here. Sorry, I wanted to shut my door. I wanted I was getting fresh air in here, but we've got some some construction going on. Gotcha. Yeah. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> um there's a fuel crisis in France. Over the weekend there were huge lines to the petrol stations in and around Paris. Yep. Pretty the wild. Swedish government is telling its citizens to build indoor blanket huts this winter to avoid oh. freezing to death. Holy mackerel. Yeah. So it says they need to insulate windows, gather entire families into a single room to conserve energy, and build a makeshift hut out of blankets. That's ridiculous. So, and they're calling for, you know, because of the natural gas supply running short and the energy crisis that we have. Yeah. People are looking at, you know, not having enough energy to make it through the winter. 
this is a disaster. And then I guess in Germany too, they're having shortages of all this stuff and everyone's stockpiling wood like crazy and just cutting trees and yeah. Bangladesh, the power grid has collapsed. There's like 160 million people or 140 million people without yeah. power in Bangladesh. Over you know, 100 we're million. We're seeing people. this escalate. That would be like half of the U.S. Half going the United out. States. Yeah. So nice. And you know, here's the thing: is we're facing the same crisis here. We just don't know it yet. Which is, yeah, one day it could happen though. Just, oh, because sorry, no power. Well, you know what's happening is a lot of people don't actually know this, but we're actually sending more natural gas to Europe now. Now that they're not getting it from Russia, we're sending it over there, yeah. which I think is part of the plan. At a premium. Um, which lowers our our supply and how much we have available to us. They're not pr Production of natural gas has already been cut by 40%. And so you take that 40% cut and then you start, you know, transferring a bunch to Europe that we weren't doing before. Yeah, that's going to affect our energy grid. That's going to affect our um, infrastructure and put us in a position of being weak, weaker as far as that goes. Yeah. Power going out is like the easiest thing to happen in, to anybody. Well, yeah, and they're cutting. They're cutting. You know, as far as the power grid goes, I know that here in Montana we had um, four coal powered coal powered power plants. Um, they're shutting. I think two or three of them down, and they're still scheduled to go down. So it's like, no, we're going to end up with one or two left. And you know, here's the truth of the matter: is when they decided to do that, our population in the state has increased. So now we have more people and less energy. So. Not a good is. combo. No. This is happening all over the states. Um, do you want to go through this last one? Sure. We've got Big Pharma at work. Twitter censors the Florida Surgeon General, Dr. Joseph Latipo, recommending young males refrain, refrain from receiving the COVID vaccine. Florida Surgeon General hmm. released a shocking report on Friday, according to Dr. Joseph Latipo. There was an 84% increase in the incidence of cardiac-related death among males 18 to 39 years old within 28 days following the mRNA vaccine. This is a huge number. Dr. Latipo recommended that young males from 18 to 39 refrain from taking the COVID vaccine. Of course, then he was kicked off Twitter. I do believe that he has since been restated but, um, you know, I'm glad that this is happening. I'm glad that he came out and said this and released this report. And maybe it will encourage other state surgeon generals to do the same, to speak up. Yeah. Because, you know, I saw today in the news where a 22-year-old college athlete, I can't remember what sport it was, um, ended up in the hospital. And there was a NFL football player that had to be taken off the field in the ambulance yeah. and taken to the hospital. And he's with like heart 30 palpitations, heart issues, with heart issues. Yeah. But they were the course, the media is saying they were treating him from neck issues. 
But they called his father down from in the stands. Apparently, his father was watching. Yes. And they had his father, brought his father onto the field to ride in the ambulance with him, which tells me that they were uncertain of his continued existence, I guess, or the likelihood of his survival. Because why else would you have a parent? Why else would that have happened, right? There's no other physical reason. I can't believe that they rolled out this mandatory vaccine globally and... And these are just, you know, the big ones that we're hearing about. It's it just blows my mind how this still goes. I know it really does me too, and nobody's questioning it. You got a seventeen-year-old senator, or the seventeen-year-old daughter of a senator, a Democrat senator, who dies. She died seventeen years old. You know, wow. And she was fully vaccinated. She came home from her friends and went to bed and never woke up. Hmm. They're like, it's a rare thing. We just don't understand what happened. Like, nobody is literally, nobody is putting two and two together. And you see story after story after story of this happening. And these are only the ones that are making the media. And they're normally, they're athletes. I think there was a 30-year-old female athlete who died over the weekend. Um, Not normal. No, it's not normal. I remember when I was a kid. I heard a story of somebody getting having a heart attack and they were like in their 20s or 30s mm-hmm. and it was like a conversation at the dinner table and it was yeah. just absurd. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, what the fuck? No way. Holy crap. This is insane. That's rare. Yeah. And now you I got s- sudden adult death syndrome. I saw one girl on Twitter. She was like... You guys don't drink too many Red Bull. It's going to give you a heart attack. My brother just died from a heart attack and he drank a Red Bull every day. I was like. The excuses and the stuff that they're coming. Too much sunshine will give you a heart attack. Um, cleaning your house is too stressful and will give you a heart attack. Shaking, your sheets, your, shaking your sheets too vigorously will give you a heart attack. Get Fresh air is linked to an increase in heart attacks. I'm like, that's why I don't make my bed every day. Right? <laughs> trying to extend my life. <laughs> I'm going to die of a heart attack. I refuse to make my bed. <laughs> I am not sweeping the floors because the chance of me having a heart attack <laughs> increases. It's sad. Ugh. I can't believe this shit. Sorry, but yeah, I hate to end on such a sad note. Maybe we could think of something nice to say. Like, uh... On a good note, all of us that are unvaccinated, you know, we've got yeah. this shit figured out. We got sunshine. We got fresh air. We got unmade beds. Did you read? Or did read? Did you hear the thing that Josh read on Thursday night where it was like the unvaccinated are amazing? Yes. I actually, somebody had posted that and shared it on the app a while ago. Like yeah, a I remember. A month or two ago. I remember that. So that it's was phenomenal. really, it was really beautiful. Yeah. If you're not vaccinated, you've survived the most. You're a warrior. Yeah. That's the bottom line. If it's you crazy. are still unvaccinated, our, our you lives are were a turned warrior. upside down. So many people lost jobs, took risks, risked everything just because they didn't want these jabs. And now we're seeing it was worth it. Nobody regrets not getting it. True. Nobody. You know, here's the funny thing, too. You know, 
I give props to everybody who's unvaccinated, but you got to think there's a lot of us that are unvaccinated that are awake to what's really happening in the world that don't listen to the mainstream media, listen to alternative media. We've always been free thinkers. We've always done our research. We've looked into this stuff. We started questioning things a long time ago. And so we knew not to get vaccinated. Right? I give, you know, who I really give props to are those people that we consider normies that are unvaccinated that haven't ever questioned anything that just blindly kind of followed along with what they're supposed to they when they got their kids vaccinated every year like they're supposed to and they you know all of these people who still listen to the mainstream media who still know what's going you know still believe all this crap that's going on in the world is real and still remain unvaccinated they're the ones i really give props to because they're still clueless like they have no idea they just know that it's, <laughs> they're like i'm so, I ain't doing that. <laughs> Something's off. Yeah. Right. You know, because they're the ones that I think are really the target for a lot of this. Yeah. So I give them props. They're they're the real warriors because they don't even know why they're not getting it. They're just not. <laughs> like, we all know. We all have a good reason to, you know. But you, if you ask most of them, they're just going to be like, I don't know. I just don't feel like I, I don't know. Or maybe it's, well, I don't want to be forced into taking something. You try to force me, I don't want it. But other than that, they have no clue. And they probably don't, they probably don't correlate all of these deaths with the jab either, honestly. Yeah, I think a lot of the stuff that we talk about and go over isn't really something that a lot of people see. Most people don't see this stuff. Maybe, well, okay, maybe like half people, maybe a lot of people do, but there's a large piece of the population who does not hear any of this stuff except for what something like cnn or bullshit their neighbor might tell them who also doesn't see this stuff it's yeah. pretty wild I, you know i was talking to my brother who me and my brother are like worlds apart when it comes to this stuff yeah he thinks i'm the crazy conspiracy theory he just kind of rolls his eyes at me and i think can't believe that we came from the same parents but <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, when this vaccine first came out and stuff, and he's like, well, I'm just going to wait and see how it goes and see what happens and yeah. da, 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 da. And no clue. Like, I'm trying to tell him. That's I'm, what I kept saying, but I was facetiously saying that. Like, I'm just going to wait a little bit. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. No, he was being legitimate. And I was like, please don't do this. Please don't do it. I'm like, please do yes. not do this to your children. I'm like, you know, and he just thinks I'm crazy, right? And he kind of blew me off. He wouldn't even listen to me. And then it took him about a year and he's like, well, things just seem off with this. Seems like people are still getting sick and vaccines aren't, you know, so he kind of starts waking up, but he still thinks I'm crazy. I'm like, dude, every, if freaking people are dying everywhere. And he's yeah. like, well, I don't know if that's really the vaccine. <laughs> like, Denial. Yeah. I think he's kind of aware now, but he's yeah. definitely yeah. like, yeah, I'm for sure not taking this. He's like, there's too many sketchy things happening. Mm -hmm. Like he's starting to see some. But, like, I still think, honestly, and it makes me sad, but, um, you know, I don't know if he's still considering the flu vaccine or not. Oh, yeah. Now they're putting mRNA in the, all the flu vaccines and people and so, are going to be tricked into taking that. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't. I don't know. I don't know if him and his family really do that. Maybe they don't. Um but like he's not opposed to other and I'm at this point I'm like eh, I ain't sticking another freaking needle because all of them are going towards mRNA. I don't trust the medical industry. Period. No, I don't either. 
Not even so, anything. Nothing. So I give props to somebody like him who, you know, as crazy as he thinks I am, you know, withheld getting that stupid thing and realize that there's something up with it, even though, and of course he watches Fox News. You know, he tried to tell me that, you know, Putin was going to lose this war within the first, you know, I'm like, nah. <laughs> he's like, you don't know what you're talking about. He argues with me, right? So, like, he's a complete, he's a total normie. He has no clue and he won't <laughs> listen. He just thinks I'm nuts. That's funny. He's like, I love you, but you're crazy. I don't know. <laughs> Like whatever. Oh my goodness. Well, that's what we've got today, everybody. There's a lot more news out there, but we've picked and chose what to cover this morning. But uh, we'll catch up again tonight. Uh, Joshua will on uh, the Daily Dose at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, where Josh goes over the unfolding global conspiracy, communism coming to America, etc., etc., in the evening time. Um, looking forward to that. Um I don't think I have any announcements. We'll be back again tomorrow, Monday through Friday. Same time, same place. Andrea, any anything you want to say to the people out there before we continue with our days ahead of us? Just, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Just keep living your life. Don't let this stuff rule what you do. You know? Yeah. Get outside. Enjoy the fresh air. Enjoy sunshine. Enjoy your family. Just enjoy life. Love it. I'll do my best to take your advice there, Andrea. Thank you for joining me once again for Morning Coffee. My uh, pleasure. We're going to keep our keep our finger on what's happening and developing around the world and the wars and the economy and the unfolding global conspiracy, and we'll uh, keep you all updated. If you guys want to support what we do, you could donate at Social Red Pill. I'm um, sorry redpills.tv slash go you could donate at redpills.tv slash go that's our give send go we appreciate everybody who has and who uh supports us through the social red pill or our sponsors in the description um if you guys want a social network where you can be yourself uncensored and it's free to join you go to socialredpill.com sign up see all of us there with the red pill family keep updated on what's going on you could also support us with a subscription at the social red pill as well but you don't need to do that if you don't want to you could just join for free and check it out uh socialredpill.com everybody we'd love to see you there uh and that's it and that's that we'll see you all tomorrow morning um have a great day god bless and god speed let's go Bye, guys.